Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel. Currently, I am being taunted by my wife, who is swiffering the kitchen floor. I was trying to clean up after you! I, I just swept! And uh, she keeps making fun of my intros. Uh, great episode today. We have Jason Madden of the Bus Stop Podcast. A very, very funny podcast. Interesting premise. Him and his co-host, Efron, they uh, based out of Vancouver. They go to a bus stop, and they sit down and discuss... Various things like celebrities, dating, fitness, relationships, fashion is their uh, description. But to be, but they do do that. But to be honest, a lot of dick jokes. Like there's definitely a Judd Apatow, Kevin Smith vibe to those two. Like they're so funny. Um, so I guess like I know they have had guests, and I believe one episode they have a bird die in front of them. Uh, I, you know, I thought the first time I heard it, I thought they had put on these like background noises in effect. To make it sound like they're at a bus stop, but uh, Jason told me, like, nope, we actually drive our cars, sit at a bus stop, and then have a conversation. Uh, there, Jason was as cool as could be. We tried to do this a while back, and then for whatever reason, it didn't happen, and then we finally made it work. So, I'm so excited. Make sure you find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, uh, Google Play, you know, wherever you find podcasts. Uh, they are all across the board, just bus stop podcast, and they... Just stop at their their website. It's busstoppodcast.com. I really like they have a cool uh, animated logo of the two of them. I love uh, their uh, Jason's Jason's accent in this episode. It's just so great. Uh, Canadians are awesome. They're just fucking awesome. Uh, man, I can't say enough good things about these guys. Uh, I've never met or talked to Efron, but uh, I've listened to their podcast a bunch, and I really enjoy it. But Jason was just a delight to have on the show. Uh, if it wasn't late at night, I could have talked to him for like three hours because he was just... We just got along way too well, and we're both obsessed with friends. So uh, do yourself a favor, check out busstoppodcast.com and go follow him on the social media, tweet him, tell them that you heard him on here. And then check out the show, iTunes, all that good stuff. Subscribe, please leave us a review. You could, I'm on Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. Our email is Let's Chat Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, our Facebook is Let's Us, Facebook.com slash Let's Us Chat. Uh, well, thanks for listening, and uh, big thanks for Jason for coming on the show. Uh, really couldn't be nicer, and I hope one day to go to Vancouver and be a guest on that show. And now, a word from our sponsors, Gigahose. In the future, humans create AI. Three days later, they have sex with it. Gigahose is a robot sex comedy with what's been called a South Park level of shock value. Creators Adam Lash and Kevin Gilligan take their concept in smart, surprising directions. It's been described as pure genius with a real clerks-like charm. Catch season one now at youtube.com slash gigahose. Hey! Hello. How's it going? How's it going? Good, man. Awesome. Yeah, I think I got it. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, nice. I um, I just started using the MP3 Skype recorder because I used to be doing it like I would have two people record and then mix down the tracks. And it was taken for fucking ever. Yeah. This makes yeah then, for sure. Which I I don't mind that part, but then I've done a couple where like someone will screw it up or they just I don't know they never email me the track and then all of a sudden it's like it happened twice. Once it like was just like a friend of mine, so I was like ah oh, that sucks whatever I got to talk. And then one of them was, like, kind of, like, a big deal, like a bigger guest, like yeah. an author, and then, like, something came up and they lost their, I don't know, I just never got their file, and I was like, oh, man, that really I sucks. totally understand, yeah. So I was like, fuck. I know, we've had, a, we've, we've had a couple hiccups in recording ours, and it's, like, the worst when you have, like, a really good episode, and then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, I've, man, when we first, when I first, I started the show with a uh, co-host way back when, 
well, like over a little over a year ago. And the, one of the first ones we recorded, I got so nervous, I got drunk, and we had to throw yeah. it away. It was so bad, and it wasn't like stupid drunk. It was just like he's like, "So, Chris, where are you from?" And I would just freeze, like, "Um, I, um, I, I don't, I don't know." Yeah, it was yeah. Bad. Um, yeah, it's so funny, man. It's uh, yeah, we had a couple. Uh, just obviously, we do ours mobile, right? So there's, there's been a couple times where just things you can't explain for whatever reason, audio just cuts out or something, and it'll be in the middle of like awesome discussion, and you're you go and listen back, and you're like, oh, we're missing the best piece. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you that. Um, I'll look at. So basically, I don't know if you ever listened to the show. It there's no real format. It's just bullshitting. So like this is okay. It. Um. And if you want, I can. If there's anything you want taken out, just let me know. I have no reservations. Like I'm all about editing. I don't hide that fact at all. Because like you know, sure. Uh, we're not. I don't. I, I love the Joe Rogan experience. I'm like, yeah, well, my job isn't being a comedian, and my boss could hear this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, but but I'll still say whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, you guys are literally at a bus stop. I I really thought like when I first saw it on Twitter, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I listened to it. I was like, oh, dude, these guys aren't kidding. They're like legitimately waiting for a fucking bus. And it's awesome because the comments that I'll get is, you know, someone will someone will hit me up on Twitter or something. They'll say, oh, you know, that's a funny concept or whatever. Like, where did you get those sound effects? Like, nah, dude, we're really there. <laughs> and sometimes so, it sounds cold. I mean, the way you talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, there's been – well, you know, Airfon's a bit of a pussy when it comes to the cold. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, – you do – you know, it, it, it gets – it's not super cold, but when you're sitting or standing in one spot for a long time, then obviously, you know, it can, it can get to you. Um, well, it's Canada. but it's, it's Canada, but you know what? We're in Vancouver, which uh, you're in Rhode Island, right? Yeah. I know Vancouver is supposed to be one of the most beautiful places in the world. It is. And as far as weather goes, I mean, there's probably no better spot in Canada, right? So, I mean, yeah, uh, can, can like you guys right really now, ski and then snowboard in the same day. Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely fucking crazy. So, I mean, you go downtown and I mean, you know, you can be, um, you know, you can be shopping on a main shopping district and then be five minutes and you're on a beach uh, having a drink, looking up at the mountains and then drive another 20 minutes and you're on top of the mountain and snowboarding down it. Right. So um, it's 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 the best place in Canada you can live. And uh, I mean, I'm looking outside right now and I mean, we're talking it's what fucking end of January and it's about 10 degrees outside. So I can't complain. And when I say 10 degrees, we're working. You're Celsius, and too, Celsius, right? So. Yeah, see, I think that makes yeah. more sense, Celsius, because, like, <laughs> we do, uh, fa- obviously, Fahrenheit, but it's like, why is 32 freezing? Why isn't zero freezing? Yeah, exactly. It confuses the shit out of me, so... No, uh, you're right. You're totally right. I, I don't understand it. Like, if I look outside, there's, like, we had two feet of snow yesterday, uh, Tuesday, and now there's just yep. fucking mounds of snow everywhere, and I'm like, why the fuck do I live in this part of the country? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Year. And I'm from I'm from Toronto originally, so I mean I I'm used to all that, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, I definitely can compare to the minus twenty into the into the uh, you know the big snowstorms and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm loving life in in the West for sure. So you I've been to Toronto. I uh, have you? I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Wasted Show guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've I've never really met them or talked to them, but obviously communicated through Twitter and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I just um I re- just recorded with them like a couple weeks ago, and it was like yep. they were my first international guests. And then it, they're like, "Oh, we're in Toronto." I'm like, "Oh, that's not even really that far." I mean, it's a different yeah. country, but like I've had guests on from like California. Probably the farthest I've had anyone on so far is like California. Now Vancouver, being you, but I was like. Oh, you're in a different country, but you're only like eight hours away. Like I could drive to where you are. It was just funny. Uh, I've, I've been to Toronto. Well, that's just it. Loved it. What I fucking love it up there. I couldn't get over how amazing that city was. If you're talking international cities, uh, I mean, you know, Toronto's up there. I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. the the just it has everything to offer. It's kind of like a miniature New York, right? Like it's like a yeah, it's like a smaller smaller New York with a real international flavor. And, Cleaner. Uh, you cleaner, yeah. yeah I, I, and, I'm not like um, a shit talker on New York. I'm actually quite the fan of New York. Uh, yeah. I loved the diversity because I went uh, while I was like fresh out of high, maybe a couple years out of high school, and uh, my favorite, one of my favorite bands at the time, the Get Up Kids, were breaking up, and my friends and I couldn't like process it because like we're like, our youth is ending. So I was probably like 20. Yeah, I was 20. So we decided to, instead of going to their last show, like four hours or two hours away from us we decided we were going to take a weekend and drive to toronto 
I don't think I yep. – maybe that was the second time I've ever been out of the country. And we spent four days in Toronto. And But now looking back on it, like what a great idea to have an excuse to go to a place I would never have been to. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny yeah. because it, it, it's it's – you know, I'm glad you got to experience Toronto, and I think people, you know, kind of generalize. Like, I mean, there's places you'll go in Canada, and you'll know that you're in a different country. <laughs> you know, Toronto. I mean, I mean, it's so close to to New York and all these other big American cities that I mean, it's uh, it's certainly got a different flavor. But I mean, it's not like some real culture shock. <laughs> no, I've been to Montreal as well. That, but that, but my understanding. Montreal's Montreal. different. Montreal is like you're in Europe. It, yeah, it's a yeah. Different, yeah. So it wasn't really like truly Canada. But yeah. I, Toronto was cool. Like I remember, like you know, we had the CN Tower, Hockey Hall of Fame. But then we spent yeah. like a day just walking around downtown and going to like free art museums. And then there would be like these like marches for stuff and just like hanging out and then going to a concert. I was like, ah, oh, dude, it was cool. And like always I, something going on for sure. Yeah. I remember thinking Tim Hortons is really overrated. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very Canadian for sure. Um, you know, that's something that I grew up in was just a staple. Like, yeah. you know, you knew, you knew that you, you know, you only got coffee from Tim Hortons. That was it. Right. And, uh, kind of growing up in that side of the country, it's very, and then even if you go further east, I mean, they're very, very Tim Hortons coming out to Vancouver. It's a lot more, um, you know, you get the Seattle vibe and stuff. So obviously it's Starbucks everywhere yeah. and, uh, you know, nobody really cares, uh, about Tim Hortons. So it's That's a, so funny. Cause here in like, well, like new England, like Rhode Island, Connecticut region, they're obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts. Like around, it's really like more of a Boston thing. And the second right. you leave this little area, no one in the rest of our country gives a shit about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Same it's thing. Like, who, Dunkin' Donuts, who gives a shit? It's just coffee. Like, you're right. It's <laughs> yeah. really good. I actually, I, I worked at Starbucks for uh, a while. It was good. I had a good time. That's a good job. I cannot say enough it, good things about that place. It seems like people genuinely are having a good time there. You know, yeah. that's the one thing I will say when I go in, I don't really get a lot of grumpy, miserable people. So yeah, no, it was straight. Like, at one point, like, I needed it, so maybe I didn't like it as much, but the last, like, year and a half, I just did it as a side gig. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, like, I moved to Rhode Island and then, like, had, like, a job and then just did that a couple, two, three days a week just for the free food and coffee and stock and benefits and all. I didn't even, it wasn't even benefits. I just really liked it. It was just fun. It's fucked to work there. Yeah, of absolutely. Of course, I don't work there now because anytime you, you know, every job is better once you don't do it for a number of years. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'll tell you, man, coming to Vancouver, you know, certainly we wouldn't be able to probably do the bus stop podcast if it was in Toronto. It'd be a little too cold right now. We'd have to, it would be like a, it'd be a summertime only podcast, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun because when we came up with the concept, it was just one of those things where, um, I think we recorded the first couple podcasts in my apartment and we just threw this idea around of, Hey, let's, let's try making a fucking podcast. And they were terrible. We never released them. Uh, it might got, be fun I've to got go... some of those. <laughs> yeah, it might be it might be fun to go back and actually kind of dig them up and release them as like the lost sessions or something because yeah. it's uh, <laughs> you know somewhere along the lines though we thought hey wouldn't it be funny if we went out and interviewed someone at the bus stop and then a light bulb went off and we just said why don't why don't we just do the whole fucking thing from a bus stop and um, what do you guys record with? We just record with an iPhone and an external microphone that attaches to the iPhone. And, uh, I mean, it's the most grassroots you can get. I mean, uh, wow. it's literally us sitting on a bench with a, with an iPhone, a microphone plugged into it and, uh, away we go. So how did you end up from Toronto out to Vancouver? So that would be like the equivalent of me moving to like California or like Seattle. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know what? It was just one of those, uh, life situations. I was, uh, I was, well, I would have been 29, so I mean, I had the 30th birthday looming, and uh, it was just one of those things where professionally, you know, I was kind of stuck in a rut. Uh, personally, just kind of, just felt like just like I hadn't moved forward in a while, mm-hmm. and I just said, you know what, I got to shake something up, and um, I didn't know how to do that within that environment, so I just said. Fuck it. I knew a couple people out in Vancouver and uh, I knew I'd have a place to land and uh, just said, let's uh, let's go do it. And uh, it's worked out. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I actually had someone on here from Jersey and then same thing with Seattle. And uh, he's just like, I fucking love it. And it's just great. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. I met the same. I, I'm from Connecticut, which is a couple hours from here. I met a young lady who now turned out to be my wife. And then I ended up moving to Providence. And I'm like. 
I'm so thankful. Like I just moved away from my parents or where I grew up. It's it's fucking great. It's I don't yeah. Know why. It's you know. You know what? Part of it is I think there was too much of a safety net. It's one of those mm. things where uh, I could have I could have just like failed at everything, and I would have uh, I would have that built-in safety net where you know I mean it's nothing to be ashamed of. You know I got people obviously that love me, but at the yeah, same time it's, it's uh, you, you know it's it's almost you needed to remove the safety net. Yeah, you know no, in order yeah, to kind of in order to push yourself to new things, right? So yeah. And then think of how your life just goes. Like I would have never had a podcast if I stayed. I just never would have met the guys Mike who I started with, and I, I don't know. Just it just never would have happened. And like it's and then and doing the podcast that it's dude, it's so fucking great. You get to meet so many nice people. It's awesome, and uh, you know me and Airfon. I mean we. You know, we, I guess what makes the podcast pretty cool and too is that we are learning about each other as we kind of go through this process, right? So like, we're not, we're not due to like knew each other before the podcast or like hang out and really have like a long term friendship. It is, um, we kind of, it's funny. We met, um, he was a, a client of uh, the business I work for, and um, we just kind of hit it off it's in terms of same kind of stupid humor. And uh, we did business together, and then just you know exchanged maybe some funny YouTube videos over email and things like that. And uh, I think went out for like a casual coffee one time, and you know he's a big uh, fan of the Joe Rogan experience and all these different podcasts. And he was like, "Oh man, I'm thinking of starting a podcast," and I didn't even really know much about it. And, we got talking and said, "Hey, let's just let's just give it a go." And um, yeah, so it's kind of funny because as we're talking on a podcast and you know we just kind of share our personal experiences and stories. I mean, you're getting kind of genuine. We're learning about each other in the process, right? So it's uh, and a lot of dick. Yeah, talk. it's pretty crazy. A lot of dick talk. It's, it's, so it's funny. I, that, that that's definitely not something we planned for. It just sort of uh, – it just well, seems to happen. Well, the more comfortable you come with someone, the more inappropriate you could be. So there's something kind of nice I like about your podcast, like being on the wall with like – it's almost like a Judd Apatow movie but like real. Like right. When people start riffing and shit, I'm like, no, these, this is just how these two dudes just talk and try to make each other laugh. Like, oh my exactly. god. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's uh it entertains us and then you add the other element of doing it at a bus stop where um you know just random shit happens, right? That sometimes makes it better and sometimes makes it worse, but you can't you can't script it and you just kind of go into it and see what happens. I mean, one example I can give you, um we did a Halloween episode and we had a guest on uh, who we convinced to come hang out with us at the bus stop. And, uh, he's like, um, he's an entertainment host for like a local TV station. So he's, you know, he's kind of a big deal. And, uh, you know, he, his thing is, you know, he reviews movies and, you know, he's on television reviewing the, the new movies and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, we have him on to talk Halloween movies and kind of, you know, dig into all the Halloween stuff. And as we're sitting there at the bus stop and this guy's talking about scary movies and his favorite movies, this, random old man gets off the bus in a trench coat and you know like a fedora and he just kind of overhears a conversation he walks over he says hey you want to hear a scary story and he just starts and he just starts telling these fucking scary stories about like somebody being possessed by satan and just all this crazy shit and i'm like you can't script that like you can't like we're doing a halloween episode and some dude just steps off the bus some creepy old man and just starts fucking telling the scariest shit and you guys invite guests to the bus stop like that's that's the coolest part i think i I, i'm kind of blown away by that and they actually show up they actually show up i mean um you know we we've been fortunate enough that some you know people have kind of played along and uh, do you actually guys get on the bus after when you're done uh no usually usually we you know what initially we did uh initially we did but um now just the way our schedules are and stuff we're usually meeting we're usually driving somewhere to meet up with each other right so uh we're usually kind of finding we're kind of finding common ground somewhere in the middle but um yeah no it's uh it is pretty funny because you know i think when you when you once you start the first couple times it felt really awkward right because i mean you know you you describe being scared your first you know, podcast. Yeah. Well, In the imagine doing my home. <laughs> well, that's just it. Imagine sitting on a city bench and having people walking by and staring oh at you. God. Right. So it, it, it adds a whole different element, but it's funny. Cause then you eventually just forget about the environment. Like when I listen back and I hear all the sounds, it's kind of funny because in the moment it's just the two of us 
bantering back and forth and um you're kind of you become oblivious to the surroundings and uh but there definitely are those moments where somebody just stops and kind of sits and stares at you and it's really hard to kind of keep your focus <laughs> and you guys got a microphone out so people obviously are like what is going on well that's the thing i mean they walk by and they're thinking you know i think people stop and look and, and they're trying to figure out like okay this guy's got a microphone in his face so is he interviewing somebody like famous um right so like i think they kind of stop and look like do i know that person and then they hear us talking about like penis and shit and they're like okay and they keep walking <laughs> well i mean and it's vancouver so like it's not out of the ordinary if it, if it were because like a lot of like big hollywood tv shows film up there well, that's just it. And that's, and that's my dream, you know, is, is, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, right place, right time, maybe convince someone who's up here filming something to, uh, to hang out at a bus stop. And, and, and the funny part of it would be that no one would expect a celebrity to be sitting at the bus stop. Right. So, yeah, I think my wife and I both love the, I don't know if you ever watch arrow. It's, it's surprisingly good, but they, feel yeah, yeah. you got to get some of them just to come hang. Like, Hey guys. Like yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's CW, so I was like, this is gonna be stupid, but oh my god, I I, I fucking love that show so much. And my brother too, my yeah. older brother and I like he'll, like text me about it. He's like, oh my god, did you see Arrow? I'm like, I know, we're talking about a CW show. What the hell? Yeah, I know. No, there's you know what? This is like Hollywood North over here. You know, it's yeah, uh, that's like the joke. You know that movie. Yeah, the the interview. I mean, that whole movie was filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. Did you watch it by any chance? I I I love those dudes. So I watched it. I was so pleasantly bad. surprised. Really, you thought it was so bad, huh? Well, I only I got was like actually twenty minutes into it, and then I just was like, eh, maybe I need to do it again. Maybe because I, I, you know what? I actually found like I was pleasantly surprised. Maybe my expectations were so low. Yeah, that I love that Pineapple it just Express. It it certainly doesn't compare to Pineapple Express. Yes. Y- you know, but uh, I found I was entertained enough by it. And like this is the end. I thought they did such a good job on that movie. Absolutely. That, yeah. Oh my God. I saw that. Like, I forgot where I was. Like, I was like, away for a week. I went to go see it, and like, I was just like, I couldn't get over how fucking funny that movie is. And the, at the very end, with the devil with the sixty foot dick walking around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was actually movie. just watching the uh, the Comedy Central roast of James Franco the other day, and then oh, man. and uh, they had some jokes around that, and it was like, oh yeah, fuck, that was a good movie. Oh yeah, because Seth Rogen and uh, his writing guy, they're Vancouverite, they're Vancouver folk. Too, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, everyone. Like, there's a lot of and a lot of really good Canadian. A lot of comedians are Canadian and from Vancouver, like the BC area. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, Martin Short maybe. Martin Short is actually from uh, from Hamilton, which is about forty five minutes outside of Toronto. So Hamilton's actually my hometown. So oh, okay. that's yeah. kind of he's kind of the pride of Hamilton. You got Martin Short. Um, oh, is all the SCTV gay? Like, is that yeah. like Edmonton? I believe. Yeah, and uh, you know Jim Carrey is like the Toronto area. Yep, Pamela Anderson. Uh, Pamela Anderson's a BC girl. She's she. You know her story? No. So I she was actually. Canadian. So we have the uh, the Canadian Football League. It's not anywhere near as exciting as the NFL. But um, anyways, Vancouver has a team. And as the story goes, uh, you know, Pamela Anderson was just a chick in the crowd and was on the Jumbotron. And uh, somebody saw her on the Jumbotron and, I guess, you know, hooked her up with some modeling gigs and then eventually Playboy. And there you go. Wow. And then Baywatch. And then, and then Baywatch. Then a sex tape. And I don't really know what else she did. Yeah, now it's been kind you of downhill from there. I have to say, at least she knew her role compared to like Jenny McCarthy, and wasn't like, "Don't vaccinate your kids." She's just like, "Whatever, I'm having fun with it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I do have to apologize on behalf of all Canadians and all Vancouverites that we did produce Nickelback, but oh, that's fine. <laughs> For all the guns we ship into your country, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, it's just so funny, like, kind of growing up in, like, the America, like, there's always, like, this joke about, like, there's always this relationship joke with, like, America and Canada, and, like, oh, Canada, America's hat. And then, like, I went to Canada, I was like, oh, this place is really great. And everyone I've ever met from Canada has just been like, yeah, okay. Totally, very totally. Polite, very nice. You're like, wow. Well, the what funny is part is, is, yeah, if you go to like, um, you know, Nova Scotia or you go to maybe like uh, somewhere in like Saskatchewan or something, those are the places where when you see 
uh, American comedians like making fun of Canadians and, you know, doing the, the crazy accents or saying certain words and just kind of the, you know, the, the aloof Canadians. I mean, yeah, you can see that in some of those spots, but, um, I mean, that would be the same as me judging all Americans on, you know, what goes on in the Southern States, right? <laughs> oh, that's such a good way to put it. Okay. Right. So if I, if I, if I, you know, did an impression of a, you know, I don't know, a redneck from Arkansas or something and said, Hey, that represents all of America. Right. It's kind of the yeah. same deal. That's a good so, point. Have you ever, yeah. um, my favorite Canadian program ever is trailer park boys, which I came to late, but Netflix brought it to me and like, yeah, holy shit. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. It's amazing where that came from. I mean, that was, that was like indie local TV in Canada. So to see where those guys took that is pretty cool. Oh really? I didn't know that because I think for whatever it wasn't reason, it wasn't originally like a big production show or something. It was like it was it was even for Canadian television. It was kind of buried in the background. Interesting. Yeah. Remember like the Tom Green show and like yeah. It, it, isn't it funny how close our countries are? But like for whatever even reason, there'd always just be like the separation of culture and like not everything that you guys would come like trickle down to here. And I'm not sure if everything we do makes it up there. But like I remember finding so much music from like Toronto had some of the best music I loved growing up. Like Grade was from like Toronto area and I loved all that yeah. shit. All yeah. That, oh my god. Yeah, Toronto's oh man, I, I can't wait to go back there one day. Oh, it's a huge music scene there. Huge music wow. scene. Lots of lots of stuff comes out of there. And I mean pretty much any other bands that start up at elsewhere in Canada, I mean they eventually migrate to Toronto. I mean that's just kind of the the, the music center. Yeah. But um does Vancouver have yeah, a good no. music scene? You know, not really. I mean, I shouldn't say there's just a lot of talent in Vancouver, but I think for, to take it to the next level, they always end up kind of going to Toronto or Montreal. Yeah. Um, I think it has to do with part of the culture here. It's a very West Coast laid back culture. Um, I think, you know, not to generalize, but it almost seems like there's just not enough support to go out to the local shows. You know what I mean? Like it's, I think people would rather just be stoned on their couch watching pineapple express, <laughs> That's a good you know? <laughs> yeah. I watched. Um... So I think, I think Toronto is a lot more like people are, it's it, like, like New York, it's very busy. People are out. They want to do stuff. And so I think there's just, there's more people and there's more people out and it supports the local scene. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. So yeah. So it's more laid back, kind of like a, I don't know. I can't think of a, a ver American city version of that. <laughs> Maybe like, yeah, like a Seattle. I mean, stuff comes out of Seattle, but well, that's the thing. I mean, I was just thinking that. Like as I, as I'm as I'm saying that, I mean, that can't be obviously the only excuse because yeah, Seattle. Uh, you know, it, it's a similar culture, and I mean, you had fucking huge bands come out of there. So yeah, well, I know like for bands at least, I've like I've, like my musician friends have come on have just been like. Um, a lot of it is like proximity. If you could just be in a band that, and you don't have to travel very far to be in a different market. Like, so if you're in a band from like New Jersey, you could play Pennsylvania, Connecticut, New York in like right. four hours. But if you're a band from and like middle of nowhere Canada, you gotta drive like six hours to just to be absolutely. Seen. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like for BC, like I know this is gonna sound stupid. Like, is there like a, how did I, do you have to fly to get there? I don't know the maps at all. It's like it's close to Seattle, right? Yeah, so I mean, if it's 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 uh, if I want to drive down to Seattle, it's probably about a two and a half hour drive. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. So I mean, I, I go down. I'm a big uh, baseball fan. So mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we don't have a baseball team in Vancouver, but I usually just go down to Seattle and catch some games. Um, I made the trip down to Portland uh, a couple weeks ago to see uh, the Toronto Raptors. I mean, that's my that's my NBA team. So yep. uh, they were playing in Portland, and that's about a six-hour drive. So, uh, you know, yeah, we have some decent access to uh, to kind of go experience some of those things. Portland's a fucking cool city. Yeah, my cousins are – I have family who live in Portland. I really want to go visit them. Yeah, I mean, that, re that reminded me – like, Seattle – feels different than vancouver yeah there's some similarities but it feels very different portland was like vancouver south to me it just felt like huh. a bigger version of vancouver really cool vibe down there now vancouver if i'm correct because i believe there's a documentary i once watched called the union the business behind getting high and it was about the marijuana trade out of bc okay um you guys had hemp fest and the mayor would go to it yeah yeah, and I was so like blown away by like a big city would have all this. And then the funny thing in the documentary was like, 
girl the, the girl scouts would set up right across the street from them and just uh, and they couldn't even interview with the girl scouts because they couldn't stop selling cookies and no like, absolutely absolutely so it, funny but like the city like count like they were and like oh, yeah mark emery was in it like, all this stuff about like vancouver it was, it was really interesting it, to see like the city was so lax about that stuff it's so weird though that you because it is such a it's definitely a weed culture here and um you know, and, and it's just a part of society, but it's not legal. And, um, it's just, yeah. So it's more people, people often come to Vancouver and they assume it's legal. Um, we get a lot of, I guess, uh, our proximity to kind of the West coast, like California and stuff. We get a lot of hip hop artists. We got a lot of hip hop artists that will kind of come up like Snoop is up in Vancouver at least once a year doing a show. And I think it's just because, you know, we're lax with the weed and we're known for having good weed. So a BC lot of these guys, button, just, man. yeah, a lot of these guys just Everyone come up to, ha- to hang out and smoke weed. And yeah. I think they're under the impression that it's legal. It's actually not. It's just that, you know, unless you're, you're selling large amounts of it and stuff, uh, you know, if you're walking down the street smoking, they just kind of put a blind eye to it. But, um, it's ironic that a culture like this, you know, we're still fighting to get it legal. And then I'm watching, you know, Washington, know. Oregon, DC, all these places. And I was, cons- I considered us a little bit more liberal. No, and, absolutely. uh, yeah. and, and so now we need to play catch up because I don't know what's happening. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange. I mean, it's still illegal here on the federal level, but yeah. the states are doing it. I, I think we're going to have to wait to see who comes into office next. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, but yeah, it's it's kind of amazing the progress that's been made on that. Like, even if you're not, like, I don't even do it, but like by any means, just like when you look into like at least in our country, the amount of money that we put in against it, like in all those documentaries I watched, I was like, huh, how much Absolutely. we could make off of it, and how much it's just it's very interesting. But yeah, it makes sense when you see when you see different social services getting cut. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, everybody's crying for more money here, more money here. And then you have, you know, and then you have the, the legalizing weed argument. And it's like if it's if 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 the government can make millions of dollars off of selling it and taxing it and all this different stuff and that can get funneled back into those programs, then to me, there's no argument. Right. So, I mean, and in reducing the amount of funding that's going to police forces to try and stop it. Um, and, you know, like I've been reading about like Colorado. They, yeah. You know, where our country now has had a lot of financial difficulties. And that's a state that legalized marijuana. And all of a sudden just has like they're like, we have too much money. What do we yeah. do? With that? I mean, obviously, it, there's always places to put your money. But like it was just like, huh. And yeah, it's frustrating. And it's frustrating because I, 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 you know, I see the local, uh, so, you know, we're going to be having a federal election soon and, you know, you have the, you know, there's the, there's the pro marijuana and then there's the people against it and, uh, there's all this movement happening and, and, you know, and the argument against it always seems to be like they're focusing on the wrong thing. They're talking about the harmful effects of marijuana, right? And I don't think that is the argument. I don't think the, I don't think the argument is whether it's, harmful or not harmful the argument is if it makes sense for society if it makes sense for the economy because if we're going to have the argument about whether it's harmful or not then we shouldn't be selling booze or cigarettes or anything else yeah which we also ship that we ship a lot of cigarettes to you guys (laughs) sorry again yeah so yeah that's the interesting part of it right i mean you know more people suffer from uh you know alcohol addiction and things like that than uh than marijuana so i don't uh you know but uh, it, hey. it's totally it, it, i know it, it's just a, it's so ass backwards where it should be treated like as a matter of public health and then yeah. instead of criminalization yeah exactly exactly I, i'm trying to think but and it, it's amazing because there's so much like cult, uh like music and comedy and i think there was an episode of this american life about like it was a, a guy from canada talking about how he lives in the States and how people from Canada who live down here always are just looking for the opportunity to mention that they're Canadian. And I was like, <laughs> it was really, it was a really sweet episode. I was like, Oh, cause it's like, we don't think of it as that different, but I mean, it, it, it's so, it's so much the same, but if you're, it, it's different enough. Like my wife and I went up to uh, Niagara Falls, which was, eh, but we went to Niagara on the lake, which was like gorgeous. Niagara Lake's cool. Uh, yeah, Niagara I Lake's had cool. never been. I, it was, yeah. It's like Sonoma County, but like, yep. I, I, so I'm not really an alcohol person. And right. I, I've, but uh, we went there for our honeymoon, like right after the wedding. And then like, so we kept getting ice wine. I was like, this tastes great. And then by like two or three in the afternoon, I was just drunk as all hell. 
Absolutely. <laughs> that stuff sneaks up on you. Oh, it's so good. And you know, just since we're talking about it, I'll give you a little a little little tidbit of information you use as trivia. 80 percent of Canada's wine comes from Niagara on the Lake. Ooh, did you hear that? That's oh, why my wife walked in, I'm like, Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> We're going to drop that knowledge on some people. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, that's like, I mean, when you go to those wineries, I mean, you got people from Italy, Spain, yeah. people from all over coming to tour because, I mean, some and of they the. They know their shit. Oh, and some of the major wineries, you know, they got uh, winning international awards come out of there. So. Uh, are you a big wine person? I'm not. I'm starting to as I as I get older, starting to try and appreciate it a little bit more. I, isn't uh, that funny when you get older, like your level, like you drink booze and then you're like, well, I got to be classy about this shit. So I'll just drink a lot of wine. <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally. No, mom, it's I, cool. I'm drinking Merlot. Don't worry about it. I don't have a for problem. some re yeah for some reason it's a little bit more accepted and sophisticated or something. Yeah, or like I know like Hopheads. That's a really big thing now. Like local breweries, which I think is really cool. I don't yeah drink beer. I actually just don't like the taste of beer. The very few beers I like, but I think that's awesome that people like. So I went to school in Vermont, which was like, uh, if you were. Everything's very into like locally owned, like, very much into that stuff. And if you were like a college party with like a Bud Light, people would give you shit like, "Why are you not drinking Magic Hat, man? This is right. right up the road and stuff like right. that." I thought that was really cool. There's a huge craft beer uh, culture here, and even coming from Toronto, it was kind of weird because you know I was just used to drinking you know Coors, Molson, whatever. And then you walk you you walk into these places, and it's like I don't recognize any of these beers, right? Because everything here is, you know, yeah, it's just craft breweries popping up everywhere, and uh, and that's what yeah, and that's what Portland is. Portland is that times ten. Yes. You know, I found funny, but then it made a lot of sense that Wayne Gretzky has his own wine line winery. Yeah, I don't know if it makes sense. It's weird to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was a great he was a great hockey player, but that's I mean, what I athletes do, right? You know, you you, you make wine. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe if it was like Bo Jackson, you know, like Bo knows wine, maybe yeah, I'll buy that. Knows, but that would be wonderful. <laughs> uh, is it? So I was looking at your website right before, and um, a pigeon died in your very first episode that you posted. I was curious. Yes, about that. yeah. So again, that's another example of. Um, you know, the random stuff that will happen during an episode. And um, so I forget what we were talking about, but we were in the middle of the conversation and um, we're, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, a bus drove by or a limo, something drove by and we just heard like a big thump. And now I was looking at, I was looking at Airfon and he's the one that witnessed it. And so he stopped mid conversation and said, look, a bird just got hit. And so the next five minutes ended up becoming a play by play of, of what was going on because now we watched it go down and we see feathers everywhere. And then we saw a lady stop on her bike and go try to like help it or pick it up or do something. And so, yeah. So the whole time, you know, we're sitting here and it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, it's a, you know, a sporting event. Like, okay, okay. She's approaching the bird. Okay. You know, what is she going to do next? And, uh, and, uh, so then she leaves and then some other dude runs across the street, picks it up with a plastic bag and then starts running around the street yelling chicken wings. And, uh, wow. you, you, like, you can't script that. That's so weird. That's yeah. so fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, I was just listening to your latest one, too. And is that a true story that some guy got their dick cut off twice? Yes. Where was yes. that? And that's, that was, that's new. That's recently. Like, That's recent. That was in China. Um, yeah. Found some text messages or some emails or something. Wife goes crazy, chops it off. Uh, we've kind of heard that story before. What makes the story crazy? He goes to the hospital. They reattach it. She goes to the hospital, goes into the room, and chops it off a second time. How did she get into the room? Yeah, I don't know. Welcome and uh, yeah, and throws it throws it out the window. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. So, delete your text, and, gentlemen in China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or don't shoot on your wife. And... Yeah. Or, you know, don't marry someone that would chop your dick off. I don't know. If, there's just so many things where that could have gone differently in this gentleman's life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I think we were both baffled by the fact that, you know, if that isn't horrifying enough, um, I mean, imagine feeling the relief of knowing that is reattached just to lose it again. I know. It's like, what's? It's like, oh, I just got, I just got it back. No. Oh. Oh man, that was good while it lasted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I've listened to the, your podcast a couple times, more than one, a few of them, and like I just can't. You guys are so fucking funny. I really thought that you guys have just been like childhood lifelong friends the way you guys talk. 
Thanks, man. No, that's that's what that's what makes it fun. I mean, we're we're thirty something episodes in now, so we're we're you know I guess we do know each other now. But it, it's funny if you just kind of watch the journey as far as um, yeah. we're kind of we're kind of learning about each other as we're telling stories, and then at the same time um, finding similarities along the way. Like, oh shit, that happened to you too, right? So um, it, it's just even having those moments that are that are kind of fun. And 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 again, it's it's you know he's. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's a Persian guy, you know, parents immigrated to, to Canada and, you know, he's just got a very different story than I have yet at the end of the day, we're so similar. And I think that in itself is just kind of cool commentary, right? It's just two dudes from different backgrounds, but at the end of the day, we all kind of go through the same shit, right? Same mundane, boring pop culture enthused bullshit, which I love. But yeah. I love his, he's got the best accent, though. Oh, my God. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it because you guys are both Canadian, but, like, it's so great. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it now, but... Oh, uh so funny. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys, have you guys hung out outside the podcast yet? You know what? It's usually it's usually all podcast-related. Rightfully and... so. I get that. Just because, you know, you get busy. It's hard to make time to do stuff. It is, and it's like, yeah, if we find time to meet up, then it's like, well, we're going to use that time to make a podcast, right? So um, that's just usually how it goes. Obviously, you know, texting and kind of communicating that way, but, uh, you know, yeah, we're, 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 neither one of us are party guys, and so, you know, our fun is, our fun is the podcast. Hanging out at a, pod, at a bus stop making podcasts. Hanging out at a bus stop, yeah. It's oh, so funny. So cool. It's it, it was just one of those, you know, those ideas in the moment that just thought, hey, you know what? Let's make a podcast. Hey, wouldn't it be funny? At the end of the day, it was just to entertain ourselves. Yeah. And then and then other people started listening and being entertained by it. And then it was just like, okay, let's run with it. Who does your like uh, social media and stuff? Is that you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right, so, so he's we the, he. So you're he's the more Friends the, fan. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, was, I'm, I was watching it before we did this, and I was like, I gotta bring up Friends. I'm addicted. You know, I really liked it, and then watching it again for like. Because I used to watch it in reruns a lot, and I'm like, oh, I like Friends. And then one day I was like, I really like Friends. And then yeah. now the Netflix release is just like, we're on like season five right now. I think we just watched the one. Oh, uh, what is it? Oh, uh, so Joe, they, Phoebe and Rachel and Joey know that Monica and Chandler are having sex. And that's when they go, they don't know that we know that they know that I know that we know or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, Joey rips, you know, he rips up, he opens Phoebe's shirt with one finger and exposes the bra. And it's just, you know, watching it as I'm like, I'm 30, watching it now, Joey and Phoebe are the two best fucking characters. Like, they make that whole show. Well, it's funny because when it was originally out, it was like, I don't know, I was what, 14 or 15 or something? Yeah, we're so like, it's oh, like, the Ra- Rachel. Yeah, and so you don't really and you don't really identify with them specifically. Like it was a funny show, but then now going back, I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, I'm 32 and they're 28, and it obviously just has a whole different. Mm-hmm. You just see it in a whole different way, right? I'm like, I've uh, been there. Oh, I've been there. I'm like, yeah. Oh, God, Ross is the fucking worst. Oh, I, the leather pants. I just watched that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> And like, why does he listen to Joey ever with about anything with the powder and uh, oh my god? And I I love that like he I I remember the whole I remember being like we're on a break and then I saw the episode again and I was like they were on a break for four hours yeah what a fucking <laughs> asshole <laughs> it's great and it's one of those great topics that had you know it, to this day it'll still have people debating it right I'm sure there's couples that fight over that whole premise. You know, just someone taking one side. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Which, you know, Rachel, bless her heart, forgave him. But when they're at the beach house and then he decides to not tell her the truth that he didn't read her letter, all he had to say is, I'm going to sleep, I'll read it in the morning. But he didn't. He had to fucking lie to her because he's Ross. That's true. It's his fault. That's true. Now, is it just now, is it just me or did you notice now going back and watching from the beginning that if anybody's character changed the most, it's Ross's? Yeah. Like he started off as he started off as kind of like the boring, you know, he was kind of like the nerdy science guy. He was kind of boring. And then all of a sudden he just kind of switches to like this, like really like goofy, like kind of high pitched voice at times and just kind of like just really off the wall character. I think they're great with they were able to uh, do those flashback episodes, which I absolutely love. And then like so, you kind of see how Ross was like when he was doing like the music when he was a kid. So then he comes yeah. back and does the music again. You're like, 
Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And David Schwimmer doesn't get enough credit. He is like the best facial actor. Like he doesn't have to talk half the time. He just can move his face and express so much. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, like, like that leather pants oh episode. It just, <laughs> I'm it, just it, thinking it, about it. it. It cracks me up every time, you know. And uh, but for two reasons, because you're just kind of like, you know, it's hilarious, but at the same time, you're almost yelling at him, like, like you get so involved in it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Ross? Yeah. Oh my god, what's that thing when they, he goes to say "fuck you" to Monica, but he just like cl- he bumps his fist together when they're yeah, kids? yeah, yeah. I do yeah, that yeah. all the time now, just like uh huh, like can't see what i'm doing oh my god yeah even i i think the season five is actually pretty strong but seasons one two and three i can't even express the amount of joke like it's really solid like the jokes per minute are just out of this fucking world well it was smart show it was smart writing it It gets bad though i know at some point i just don't know when i know i'm 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 a little bit ahead of you so i'm like towards the end of season five and i mean it's uh yeah i'm I'm kind of waiting for that same moment i don't know if it's season six season seven i don't know where it just kind of falls yeah, off but yeah my, my my wife will just be like oh yeah because she she's seen the whole thing she's like oh yeah this happens i'm like oh i don't remember that oh i think do monica and chandler have a kid i think see i, I don't even know i that. don't even know i know aisha tyler joins the cast at some point in the last season that's right. I forgot about but that. Yeah, I yeah. She, she dates it. Joey. She dates Joey and Ross or something, right? I, I don't know. I like yeah. those were the things I would just see like parts of those episodes, and those were. You no, know, I don't really remember those ones. I just I really remembered. I you know what I couldn't believe is how many episodes. Um, th- like there's a bunch of episodes I really loved, and how many of them were all just right next to each other, like in the first like. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh, no, that's it. That's it. Because I, I love Seinfeld. Seinfeld was always like the holy grail of Thursday Night Comedy. But then oh, for sure. Friends is really doing good. You know what I also love about Friends, which I didn't know this watching it. I had to read this online, is that they did all these crossovers. Because I guess Phoebe, the actress who played Phoebe, Lucy Kudrow, was had at the time as a guest starring on Mad About You. So they do an Ursula is her character from Mad About You. So they have an episode where the characters in Mad About You walk into Central Perk. It's the same time we meet Ursula. Oh, really? Okay. And I was like, oh, and then they have they go to the hospital, and then there's the George Clooney like, and the, the other doctor from ER. That's right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, that's yeah. cool. Like, I, I, I love that Arrow and Flash did that. Like, I wish you saw that more. Like, I love that, like, universal crossover. Like, so in theory, in the same universe, you had friends – Mad About You and uh, ER were all taking place simultaneously. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And they had some good, and they had some good celebrity guests on. And and a lot of celebrities before they were famous. Yeah. I was, um, what's Mae Whitman, I think is her name, but I remember, I know her from like Arrested Development and I believe she's on Parenthood. Okay. Yeah. But she's a child actor in it. And then I just saw uh, an episode with Doug Benson, the, comedian and then of course i think brad pitt was in there but oh God, yeah brad see- pitt and then you had the one with uh with jean-claude van damme and julia oh, roberts and, and right. i remember if, i don't know if you remember but back in the day that was the that was, was the, the big guy. super that was the big like super bowl special it was like right after the super bowl no. they aired that yeah they aired that as like a two-part special and like, that was like oh. the big deal. It was like, you know, wait for after the Super Bowl. It's a big special edition of Friends. And then that's when they brought out all the celebrities. And that was um, – because that was – in reality, that was the same – Ross's monkey. That was the same monkey from the movie Outbreak, which they're filming Outbreak 2. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I remember thinking like, oh, that's so meta. That's like – that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I was even thinking how cool it would be, A, to work on that show because you're, if you're one of those people, you're making a lot of fucking money. Yep. All the cool animals they got to play with. They had a monkey. They had the duck and the chick. Like, and they, they, so fun. I think at one time there was a skinless cat. Oh, yeah. Or not skinless, hairless. <laughs> yep, I think you're right. Oh, and, oh God. I, 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 Phoebe, like, make, I love her so much. She's so great. I appreciate her more than now this time around. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, I really appreciate her and Joey. And I, I think Joey is probably the dumbest, obviously, but I think he has the sweetest heart. And I think him and Phoebe have the strongest relationship because, like, as weird as they are in a lot of the episodes I've seen up to season five, like halfway through five, they, there's certain parts where, like, you could tell those two just love each other as, like, they're just they're best friends and they'll do anything for each other. 
Absolutely. But then, and you know what though? I, I always, I always have love for Rachel. Oh God, how could you not love Rachel? I honestly think you that boobs? I, I, <laughs> probably, 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 yeah. I'm thinking probably the first time I jerked off was Rachel Green. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, go, you're, it, you're, you're a late, you're a late starter. <laughs> yeah, it goes back. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Season ten of Friends, huh? So you were what twenty? <laughs> no, <laughs> totally, totally. Do you remember? Yeah, when actually, she no. Got it's that just... haircut though, and that was like the thing, and everyone talked about it, and you're like, it's just a fucking haircut. Yeah. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. But you know what a... though? I I think even I think even uh like uh Joey and uh Ross had almost that same effect on men. That was kind of around the time when everyone was getting the Caesar. You know, and oh, it was just kind of like, you know, it was just kind of like gelled flat and a little flip at the front. Yeah, why? Why what was up with the gelled hair? Like looking back in the 90s fashion, I'm like why 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 did I sound like Ross? Why 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 <laughs> why why with the greased hair? Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't believe we haven't brought up Chandler Bing. Like, could I be any more annoying? Like, oh my god, that guy did snarky so fucking well. But the first, I agree with you. First three seasons, I mean, his 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 lines were brilliant. Perfect. So I didn't know the guy, the direct. I believe it's the director of that is somebody from Cheers. Another Burrow, Canadian, so by the way. Like, what's that? He's Matthew Canadian? Perry, another Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard that. Um, have you ever listened to the Kevin Pollock chat show? It's also a podcast in like a Hulu and YouTube show. No, no. I, oh, it's amazing. It's Kevin Pollock who's like a comedian, like kind of like a character actor, and he gets yep. like the big some of the biggest names, and he just sits down and it has like Sam Levine from Freaks and Geeks, and then is like someone else, and they just do these in depth like conversational interviews. But he like has so much research done about the guest. Matthew Perry was like. Uh, like a actor, like a struggling actor for a decade with a hundred failed pilots before Friends came along, and like, oh, because it was like, oh, overnight success. He's like, no. I remember uh, him from. You can go look it up. There was like a 1988 or 1989 movie with Tony Danza called uh, "She's Out of Control," and the whole thing is about his daughter's going on prom and he's trying to stop her from losing her virginity, <laughs> and the guy who she's going out with is Matthew Perry. Wow. So go look it up, Matthew Perry, to Tony Danza. Yeah. Oh, Tony Danza. Uh, who's the boss? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so funny because he was probably more known for Taxi by our parents, but we were like, that's the guy from Who's the Boss? He's who's the boss? Angela. I was, I was, yeah, I watched I don't know that if religiously. I liked it, but I remember loving it. Yeah, it was just one of those things after school. I think it was just Who's, who's the on? Boss, Full House, all those. Full, yeah. Full House was also on. I, Speaking you know, of doing crazy research, have you ever heard of uh, Have you ever heard of Nardwar? No. Uh, tell okay. Me. So you got a YouTube Nardwar. He's uh, he's a Canadian guy, very eccentric. From he he lives in Vancouver. Um, he interviews people, uh, specifically musicians. So he's interviewed everyone from Jay Z and Pharrell to you know any 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 musician you can think of in any genre. He's probably interviewed them and. His interviews and the depth of research he does, uh, the reactions he gets from people, like they're absolutely floored and blown away that, you know, the knowledge that he has, right? Like He's kind of weird looking. Yeah, weird looking, wears a lot of like plaids, got a crazy voice. Yeah, okay, voice. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. But I mean, you'll, uh, you know, look up, um, watch an interview with him and uh, Pharrell. Um, it's probably about four years old and you can see Pharrell just like he's just like blown away like speechless like how did this guy know this about me because it's not the stuff that you can like dig up on google you know mm -hmm. oh that's cool like so he's probably you know, yeah so probably whatever your favorite bands are or musicians are he's probably interviewed them and you, you'd, you'd probably learn something it's 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 crazy the amount of research he does oh that's incredible i'm gonna have to find that i, I just put him in my thing oh that's so cool yeah, yeah. I, I, it's I, it's such a cool age to live in we're like like I uh I love the cartoon Bob's Burgers, so now yep. I'm like I'm gonna get one of the writers on the show. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen, but like I'm just gonna try because I actually yeah. could try because that's how the new world like of our internet works. I'm like they're all on Twitter. I'm just gonna exactly. ask them until someone says yes. Exactly. Exactly. If, if they don't, then I just won't do it. But like, you know, sometimes. <laughs>
I, 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 um, I'm still setting it up, but like uh, one of the writers from the Daily Show is coming on my show just because like I saw him do stand up and I sent him a tweet and then I asked him. He's like, sure. What's oh, wow. your email? And I was like, oh. Yeah, it's crazy that you know, um, you know, I'm starting to realize that that sometimes you know we hold ourselves back right more than anyone else, and I think it's just it's just kind of putting yourself out there and and, and asking. And, yeah. uh, you know, like we're, uh, we're running a contest right now because on Free an episode, underwear. yeah. So on an episode, I was talking about Saks underwear. It's this great underwear. I love it. And I just, we randomly talked about it and they all was talking about how great it feels on my balls. And, you know, it was just <laughs> this amazing underwear. And so then I decided to reach out to them and sure enough, they were like responding right away and sending us a bunch of free swag for us to give away and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, you know, you, you just gotta, you just gotta go for it. We could do that. I never thought of that. Yeah. Who doesn't need underwear? Exactly. You got to feel comfortable down there. Exactly. That's an and I'll tell you, I'll, and, and why I love it is because of the ergonomic comfort pouch. <laughs> That's a real thing. That's a real thing. It's like this little pouch in there that just kind of hugs and holds and lifts your balls. And it's just, you don't know, you didn't know what, you won't know how you lived without them. So if you were to wear tighter jeans, you could do that if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do, do they do the tight jeans in the in can, uh, Vancouver? Is that still a thing anymore? I don't know what kids do anymore. It's still a thing. I'm seeing it go away. You know, it's not. It's getting a little bit, but for a while there, it was getting pretty. It looked like they were getting were pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. They were. It looks like they were painting them on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was of the 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 youth of like it was like really baggy pants, and then then it seemed like ten years later it was like painted on pants. So maybe maybe can we just get some loose fitting jeans to become? Why can't we all just be comfortable with some loose fit guys? Yeah, I mean, I remember the jeans. I, yeah, when I was in high school, I mean, you wore jeans that could fit four people into them. The you Jankos, know, you, right? Yeah, the huge, and you know, and you had and the you big, had the, the big the, wallet chain, and the, yeah, yeah. You had like the 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 like the bot. You know, where like your foot would be like it would be like a thing. It would be like forty inches. I remember there was a girl, people would have like forty inch wide bottoms, and it was just like it would look like they were floating. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, wow!" Yeah, it, it, it was like like it was like a weird looking skirt. Yeah, and that totally. was like the thing. And my parent, I didn't do it. And then I was like, "All right, I don't know how you walk like this, but I got these at like Bob's and they're or my Arizona dad jeans are pretty comfortable wherever the fuck I wore back then." Yeah, and now it's all uh, and then it just all went tight. So what the fuck, man? There you go. So what were you? So were you like a were you like a, a punk kid or like what what do you, what do you listen to or what did you listen to? Yeah, I I definitely found punk rock in high school, like junior year of high okay. school. Got really up, but uh, I love pop punk, punk and ska, and then I went to a lot of hardcore shows. I wasn't a hardcore kid, but I liked a lot of hardcore bands, I guess. But I was really more so oh. most in love of pop punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like big time. <laughs> like I used to yeah, love like Rufio it's... and stuff like that. Like wait, in Newfound Glory. Well, I still okay. Way too you much. found Gloria, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they all, they I all, was, uh, they all did. They would all used to go to Canada. The smart men. Yeah. If you want to make it, yeah. if you want to make it as a band in this country, you have to go international. Oh, absolutely. The only way you'll ever make money. Absolutely. That's amazing. Oh man. But oh, uh, um, what's that? No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I was the same thing, man. I was, uh, it's funny. I was, I was, I had the two sides. I, I did the pop punk thing, and then I went like total hip hop, and uh, and now it's just now I don't give a fuck. One day I could be listening to Snoop Dogg, the next day it's Phil Collins, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think with the way the in music world went and everything broke so niche, now I'm just like, right, I can just put out a nice Spotify mix and be really happy. Well, don't you remember, like in high school, it's like you're trying to fit into some certain group, right? So it's yeah. like you're you're either a punk or you're a skater or you're goth or you're this or you're that, and it feels like so liberating to be in a place where, like I said, I mean, it's like if I want to rock out to Taylor Swift, I'll rock out to Taylor Swift, oh, and if I want to throw on a and if I want to throw on a Blink One Eighty Two record from twelve years ago, I can do that, and yeah, I still do. Uh, you I know, still there's just the yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, and then it's exactly. like we, and then it's like I could like all these weird obscure bands and still love Prince. Finally, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, fuck it, I fucking love Taylor Swift. I mean, I don't want to love her, but man, every time I hear one of her songs, it's in my head for like a week, and I'm like, God damn, that's a good pop song. It it's um yeah, I I 
I resisted and tried to hate for a while. And then that, uh, that song blank space kept playing on the radio. Right. And I found myself just over and over again singing it. And to the point where, uh, if you actually go to our Facebook page, there's, uh, there's a nice lip sync video of me and me doing Taylor Swift. Oh, that's amazing. Um, well, um, it's actually almost 11 here and I have to be at work kind of early. Um, yeah, for sure. Thank you a thousand times over, uh, for doing this. Uh, where could people find you on the old internets? Yeah, so I mean, uh, look us up at, uh, you know, buststoppodcast.com. Uh, from there, it'll give you the links for Twitter and iTunes and Facebook and all the other good stuff. So yeah, go check it out. And, uh, like you said, it's just a bunch of fun shit and it happens live at a bus stop. So you never know what could happen. Oh, absolutely. And I, I always, I, I'll, I record the intro beforehand. So I'll put everything in the front as well. And then, uh, perfect. I'll, I'll plug the shit out of it. If you guys ever figure a way to have like a FaceTime guest in, let me know. I'd love to do your show from. Yeah, you know away. what? We're gonna figure that stuff out, and uh, you know, find out how we can kind of expand our our mobile studio so we can start kind of adding some of that additional stuff in. So we'll get that figured out in the next uh, few months here, and uh, we'll certainly invite you on. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, say hello to Efron to, for me because I, I, I don't know him, but I've listened to both of your voices enough where I felt like I have this weird like relationship because you guys make me laugh all the time. Whenever I'm in a bad mood coming home from work, like, I would put I put on your podcast. It's like usually like once a month, and just listen to you guys talk about dicks. Just fucking cracks me up. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Even even my even my mom reached out to me and said that she was uh, a fan of Verifon. So I was I was I was. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool, and then I was all kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys work so well together. It's wonderful. <laughs> awesome. All right, man. Awesome. We'll have a good night. Cool. I'll shoot you an email before it goes up and let you know. It probably will be like uh, maybe end of next I'm, – I'm, I have too many episodes. Probably end of next month, but I'll, yeah. I'll let you know. Sounds good. All right. Take care. All right, man. Bye. <laughs>